A warm welcome. We're going to talk about today, what do we do when motivation runs out? It seems so natural for us that we want to do things only when we're motivated. The only problem is many times we have suboptimal days and we don't feel like doing things. And especially if you're a giver and you love helping other people and you love to give to others, your priorities, your projects, or even taking care of yourself might be probably at the bottom of the list. And then it's really difficult to maintain a habit, maintain a routine to actually take care of yourself. So how do we do that when we don't have motivation? And my passion is really about how to help people in general with habits and routines and rituals, especially if you want to connect with God, if, especially if you want to live a life in such a way that brings that remembrance of God all day long, moment by moment. And how do we do that beyond just telling to ourselves, oh, I have to do this. And then we feel really bad because we don't do it. So today we're going to dive in into how do we design our space? Last time we talked about cues and we talked about the dual processing brain and this ability that we have to do conscious things. And in the same time, science is showing that we also have the ability to automate and do things in very fast ways without even thinking. And that frees up a lot of time. But is it all sheer will and motivation? No, there's another way. And I'm going to share with you how to design your space in such a way that you can enhance and maintain your rituals. And with that, let's dive in. And if you don't know me, I'm Dr. Ioana Popa from Team to the Soul, bridging science, psychology, spiritual care, and ancient Christian faith. Have you ever had that experience that you're in one room and you remember exactly what you need to do? And you say, oh, I need to go to the kitchen for da, da, da. And then you go in the kitchen and then you're there like, why was I here for? I don't remember. Let me go back. Sometimes if I really remember this, we might go back to the previous place. And then all of a sudden, oh, yeah, I remember what I needed to do in the kitchen. Many times people experience this and draw the wrong conclusion. Oh, I'm losing my memory. What's wrong with me? My memory is terrible. Guess what? Science is showing that this is a natural phenomena. It's called space-dependent memory. In other words, when we are in a particular environment, we remember to do something, but outside of that environment, we actually going to forget. They did even some very interesting research. I love psychology because in order to prove a point to see if it's working or not, if it's part of reality or not. They have to design really clever studies in order to make sure this is not just, you know, a placebo effect. It's not something that we're just thinking is true and we're fulfilling our own prophecy, so to speak. So the research they did, they had people go into the submarine under the ocean, remembering a particular list of words, and they came back on the shore and they did not remember. Their remembrance of the list was very diminished. They went back under the ocean and guess what? They remember the list much better. 
So this idea that we can have the remembrance of what we need to do, of our intentions, of our goals, much more effectively if we're linked to a particular space, it gives us the clue to what we need to do in order to have particular rituals, particular habits, maintain a sustainable progression in our activities in order to fulfill our goals. So linking back to what we talked last time, you have now your cue, you set up your cue for whatever activity you want to do, let's say is a reminder on your phone, or it might be, or let's say you want to exercise. So your running shoes are your cues, you see them, you put them on, and then you feel like exercising. The key now is to put that cue in the also in the space right before you do your habit. So for example, you do want to walk and your cue is having your walking shoes or running shoes. Well, and let's say you want to walk in the middle of your day at lunchtime, before lunch or right after you might want to walk, you've got to have your cue right in the space where you are known. So it might be that you're in the office. Don't keep the, the shoes in the car. You will not use the space to support you in remembering and in doing the actual ritual. So, or let's say you want to pray. And you love to pray, let's say, at noon. And at noon, you're in the kitchen. But you usually pray, let's say, in a different room. Maybe you have a small chapel or a small corner with a prayer. You will not remember necessarily while you're in the kitchen that you need to interrupt that activity to go and pray. So you have a couple of choices. You can either pray in the kitchen. I mean, God is everywhere filling all things. If we truly believe in God, this omnipotent, unconditional love that exists, you can pray in the kitchen. Or if you do want to pray in your prayer corner, bring your cue, whatever it is. It's an index card. It might be an all. Make sure you have your phone with the alarm clock right at that time so that when you are around, let's say you want to do this activity, prayer at noon, you will remind you and then you're going to go and pray. This is the reasons why monastics, right? They use bells for particular triggers. So whatever they are, whatever that space environment is, they will hear it and they will move towards a chapel, which is a space where they pray. Or let's say you want to eat healthy and your cue is healthy food, but your space, let's say at lunchtime, you might be in your office and you're surrounded by snacks. And then your healthy lunch is in the fridge somewhere else. Well, the space doesn't support your cue. You've got to have your space also designed in such a way that you'll have cues that keep you healthy. Maybe put some pictures of, I don't know, salads or your healthy food that you want to eat and take away the snacks and have reminders that will bring you to the remembrance of eating healthy. And what does that mean? So that you're more prone to do your habit or the ritual. Now, the list goes on and on and on. Bottom line, when we think of habits and we think of rituals, we talked about setting your intention, which is so important because it brings a direction to where you're going. Then we've talked in another episode about how to break it down in smaller steps that are manageable maybe month by month, and then you broke it down even more week by week, and then you broke it down in even smaller steps. What do you need to do every day in order to reach your goal to take that small step? And then in order to support that and train your subconscious with kindness and compassion, we encouraged you to set up a cue in your environment 
And then today, the lesson is make sure you use this natural ability of space-dependent memory and set up also the space around the time where you are when you want to do that habit or ritual so that it will support your cue, so it will support your ritual. So with that, type in the chat if you had experiences with a particular environment that really supported your rituals or habits and what kind of change you want to do and what kind of change in your space and with the particular cue that you want to use. Type in the chat so then we can encourage one another and we can get new ideas because there is something so extraordinary to realize that these are just ex common human experiences and that decreases our sense of um, shame or isolation in the same time realizing we're all on a similar journey. We're just in different phases of, of, of our journey and we can help each other to become better human beings in a way that we actually want to evolve and develop. So with that, I thank you so much for everything you're doing in this world and I say goodbye for now.